so this is why, again, if people don't, if we don't allow you the liberty of this responsibility, then you'll never have the chance to grow. Hear what I mean? Let me just read it again. Without being given the freedom to be trusted, maturity never happens. The result is perpetual adolescence. You'll never learn to think on your own. <laughs> you'll never learn. You have to learn how to drive in yourself. And this is why, again, the law, I put down here in my own notes, it's like when you learn, let's say you're going to take a driver's test or you're going to learn to drive a car. How many of you know that you can be able to quote the entire highway code book and not know how to drive? You can take the owner's manual of an automobile and you can study it until you can memorize it, until you can quote the whole owner's manual. And you can learn and you can tell me this is what a clutch does, this is what the engine does, this is what this transmission does. I mean, you can know a car inside and out, but until you got behind the wheel, my friend, you don't know how to drive. Do you know what I'm trying to say? You know, it's not until you get behind the wheel. You can, you can know all the laws, but it's not until you get behind the wheel, and it's awkward. And you'll all remember I give that illustration, whether it's the first time you got on a bike or the first time you got in a car. Do you remember how rigid you were? You're like this, trying to every, you know, like looking in every mirror and, and you know, the brake and your foot, and you're going... Then you know what I mean? Because it's so awkward because it's like you're just learning to do this stuff, you know, or like the first time you got on a bike, you know, and you, but after a while you learn how to do it. You just jump in it and you don't even remember turning, you know, it's kind of frightening. But the point is until you get behind the wheel, and this is what I mean again, I got I can't give a lot of time to this without being given the freedom to be trusted. You have to be given freedom. And you know what? Some people are going to blow it. I, I'm going to quote Rick again, Rick Joyner. I, I, you know, his, the music group Morningstar that some of you are familiar with that we had like at the turning. I always love this statement. Rick said he was in, you know, the group got done playing this one, this one time. And, uh, you know, Susie Wills is insane as a worshiper. And I love her to bits. You know what I mean? She's incredible. The greatest, she's the most uninhibited worshiper I've ever seen in my life makes religious people nervous in a hot New York second. Boy, I tell you, if you've got a religious demon anywhere in you, <laughs> Susie Wills will call it to cause it to manifest because she's just so free, you know. But the point is, they're, the way they dance and the way they worship and just totally uninhibited, they got done with this, you know, leading worship and Rick got up and he said, and he just turned, because he loves them all, he's their passion. But Rick said these words, he said, he just kind of made it as a comment. He looked around, looked down and smiled. Thank you, Leonard, thank you, Susie. And he looked at his notes, he looked up, he said, he said, I know that everything they do isn't in the spirit. Some of it's in the flesh. He said, but that's okay. He said, I give them their liberty. <laughs> that's all he said. I, I, it was a profound lesson in one sentence right there. You see, I know that you guys are going to mess up. But I would rather you had the freedom of knowing I'm going to love you. You know what I mean? in the midst of your mistakes, then you feeling like, oh my God, Rod's here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I tell you, some of the ministries I'm around, like I said, there's a couple of ministries I can name in this town, some of the huge, some of the larger churches. When I walk in the office, when I'm in their office and I'm talking to some of their staff, some of their staff, you know, they're really nice and friendly, but when the head man walks in, my God, you'd think, I mean, these guys, I actually saw fear in their faces because this guy, the boss came in. And I mean, this is a church. This is a church. And I mean, you know, 
And I never will forget those experiences because, you know, they're afraid of him. They're actually afraid of the pastor. Where I'm at other churches, when the pastor comes in, everybody, they're just, they can see big smiles because the guy just walks in and the love of God walks in. But this other one, I'm just saying, this is where like that other statement is so powerful. Where there's much law, there's little love. And where there's much love, there's little law. And I mean, it frightened me. I thought, my God, what, you know, these guys are, this guy's got a great gift. But he walks in and everybody, and you can just tell, oh my God, we don't, he's here. We don't make a mistake. Whatever you, whatever you do, don't make a mistake. That's, if God was like that, where would any of us be? Is what I'm trying to say. Eh, oh, well. Hallelujah. Now, here's the, something that's going to sound to make some of you mad. This is something somebody else said. Point C, this is the law of grace. Love God with all your heart and then do as you please. <laughs> Love God with all your heart. This is what it all boils down to. Then do as you please. Now, I got to hear point one. The healthy restraint is in the first phrase. Because if you love God with all your heart, you're not going to do something stupid. But the freedom's in the second phrase. Do as you please. I'm telling you, man. Now, point D, balance is necessary. This is the best illustration I could come up with. Tightrope walkers. You ever seen people walk those tightropes? I mean, huge, long, like walking between buildings and still like crazy stuff. Tightrope walkers can't be afraid of heights, but at the same time, they have to be aware of the gusts of wind that will come. Grace is a tightrope walk to some degree. Now, I've got this other statement that I wrote down in my own notes. Because some are afraid they'll fall. Now, just listen to this. Because some are afraid that they'll fall, they never attempt the walk. You hear me? Listen to this now. Because some are afraid they'll fall, they'll never attempt the walk. Others, however, know that because of the height that is offered them to walk upon, that grace will also always provide a safety net so that when they fall, they'll be caught. You hear me? Do you really hear the difference? See, some will never attempt to walk this walk because they're afraid it's too high of a walk to walk. What if I fall from this? But others know that for God to offer us this big of a thing to walk, he has to also offer a safety net. You know what that safety net is? Forgiveness. You're going to fall once or twice in your life, but there's a net that will catch you every single time. God's faithful and just through this grace that's been brought to us through Jesus Christ. That if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you your sin and to cleanse you from any and all unrighteousness. Now, hallelujah. Whether you want to say it or not, I'm going to say hallelujah. But you have to hear, that's the difference, you see. It's not, but some, oh my God, oh my God, what if I get out there and I get too far? Well, then you better not even try. Because you'll die. Because you'll freak out. You'll live under condemnation when you do mess up because every one of you will mess up. Because none of you are perfect. None of us will ever be perfect. 